We are back on Bucks and Brews here for the third of our special three um, episode of Debt Talk. Uh, we're joined this week by Gary Boyer, who I know through coaching, and Gary and I have known each other for yeah, probably 10 years or better. Probably better. Yeah, it's been quite a while. Yeah, it's probably going on 12 years since Caitlin started playing out here in 2008. So, um, Nick. I'll let you go first this time. What are you drinking? Oh, man. So because it's been a fantastic Saturday so far, uh, I went to the cellar down here and uh, I got some rye hipster brunch stout. Um, I got a couple of those from Odd Side Ales. Um, if you haven't had the, the the rye hipster brunch, you're missing out. I mean, right, it's breakfast in a bottle for me. So maple syrup, uh, agent of rye whiskey barrel, uh, coffee. Um, it's just, it's fantastic. Again, I'd said being one of my favorite breweries, I figured, you know, I got the cellar here. Let's just make this happen. So, well, it, it's a brunch beer, so it, it works at, you know, 930 in the morning. Oh, of course. Um, I am. I, I'm back to what I had on Tuesday's episode, which, you know, if you're watching, that means absolutely nothing because this isn't going to air back to back. But I got Cider Boys Huckleberry Jam. There you go. Because it's got fruit, and according to my wife, that counts. Gary, water, anything, nothing? I got a two-liter of uh, Pepsi. There you <laughs> go. Pepsi, we'll take a, a sponsorship from you anytime here. Yep, so got to have some for our mixers. Hell yeah. So, known Gary for a long time. He's gone through some of the same financial struggles I have. So, Nick, I'll let you go ahead and start, because you're the one that Came up with the idea, so I'm going to let you drive it. All right. So, Gary, uh, first and foremost, thank you so much for coming on, talking about uh, your life, your finances. Um, you know, things we're looking at. So, right now, are, are you currently in debt? And if so, can you describe the debt to us? Yeah, I would say roughly, I'm probably... Twenty-eight thousand. You know, I got a $16,000 vehicle loan and a ton of medical debt. Uh, so $16,000 $16, in a car or a vehicle. And so then that gives you about $12,000 in medical debt. So all, yeah. the rest, all the rest of it's medical debt? Okay. So... Um, that's not too bad. <laughs> so, um, how long ago did you buy your car? Uh, we bought it in November of 17. Okay. Did you take, how, uh, how much did you pay? I guess in like, is it a five-year loan or a seven-year loan? I believe it is a, I believe it's a five-year loan. But with, uh, it's like twenty percent interest. Sure. Okay. Um. Yeah. Say with sixteen, that, that seems like a lot of interest. Um. Okay. And then now, your house. Do you currently own your house, or do you uh, do you rent? Own the house. It's a mobile home, so we pay lot rent. Okay. But and then the, the but the house itself is paid off, right? Correct. 
that's awesome, man. Like, not many people can say they have their house paid off. I think that's great. So, <laughs> first and foremost, I'm really happy about that, man. Um, yeah, got to take all the positives, I suppose. Oh, that's huge. Let's say. Um, all right, so three years ago, we go to buy a car. I mean, what were you looking at for debt three years ago? Um, why did why did we jump into making a payment on a on a car versus paying cash for a car? Uh, a lot of it had to do with the circumstances. I mean, we had um, we had we had a car breakdown at the time. Needed a second car. So it was kind of uh, uh, more so sporadic, kind of spur of the moment. We, we need it. Sure. No, and say, that's what I'm finding. It's, it's really weird. So one of the reasons I want to have people on is, right, to try, to try to understand, and that's what I'm finding a lot of these people is just, right, like, I need it here and now, the, you know, when a car, nobody can guess when a car breaks down, right? You, you hope to just kind of plan for it and it never, it never works when you're planning. So, um, and then, right. You have to, you know, you have to have a car to get to work the next day. You can't afford to take another day off. Um, I mean, it's happening to people all over. Um, that's why David and I, right. We're starting to do episodes on, on we did an episode on car buying, how to get cheap, cheaper interest, how to refinance your car. I mean, just because, you know, we find people are getting into this. I mean, cars especially, right? Because you know, your car your car goes out, I mean, you say it goes out on a Saturday. I mean, Sunday you can't go car shopping unless it's a cash purchase, um, right? And then, because all dealerships here in Michigan are closed. Like, Monday you have to take the whole day off to go car shopping. Um, they're going to hit you because they know you need something, right? You can't come back and sign the next day. So, you know, our, our thought process is, all right, you know what, we've, we've made the decision to go into debt. Now, how can we better that decision and fix it? Um, have you, have you refinanced your car in the three years? No. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think that's something, something to look into for sure. If you're paying 20% interest and you've, have you made on-time payments every time? Uh, for the most part, uh, there's a couple months, you know, with this whole COVID thing, we've, I took a eleven dollar an hour pay cut, so yeah. you know, it's been it's been touch and go here as of late. You know. Sure. No, I I think that's uh, I mean if yeah if if you're three years in and you and you don't have anything that's hit your credit, um, with the car, I really think you should. I mean, you could find somebody to refi that thing even at twelve percent right now. I think it'd be huge. Um, and like another suggestion, you might be able to find a bank that will extend the term to make the payment cheaper with a lower interest rate. So like, it'll help save you money to play catch up. Um, $11 an hour is huge. I'm really sorry that happened. Like that sucks. Uh, you know, they, I, I ended up with a, a $4 an hour and I got pissed about that and we, we parted ways. So <laughs> 11, I don't, I don't know how you're doing it, man. Um, I know say, the capital one will do a, check on what your current loan is and then give you options on a new loan without actually doing a hard inquiry on your credit. Sure. So who's your loan through? Is it through the dealership, Gary? 
through Exeter Finance. It was a, uh, it was one of the we went through a right way because our credit wasn't great to begin with. So it was you know, one of them banks that kind of take out a risk. Risk, yeah. Makes sense. Um, and yeah, like with Rightway, um, you know, and so just because for my own personal knowledge, did Rightway reach out to you in any time in these past three years to see how things are going? Never. See, and, and you know, it bugs me so much because uh, my brother was going to get a car. This is years back and he had bad credit and he was right at 25% interest and stuff like that. And, uh, right, like, right, it was right way. And it was, right, you, you buy a 97 Mercury Sable for $16,000, 25% interest. And I'm like, I just paid cash for the same car for a thousand bucks. Like, but they're going to finance you on this thing. And, you know, when they do their sales pitch, they're like, oh, you know, if you make payments for one year on time, we're going to refinance you at half of it. And I'm like, okay. And I asked them point blank. I was like, are you going to call, are you going to call and reach out to do that for people? Well, yeah, after, after one year. Yep. So it's, you know, that their credit's going to be ready for it. And I was like, you know, so I mean, yeah. Okay. If you guys actually have their general interest at heart and like you care, like, dude, you should be refining these things for people to like help it, like keep your word. And so I, I just want that story because, you know, I've, I hear too many people, you know, they don't, they don't take that next step to get, I mean, dude, half the interest is half the Half the payment price is the way I look at it. So, um, medical debt uh, is. And now, are you current with all your debt? So, I mean, your your medical bills you paid up on it, or are you in uh, are you in rears with? Are you in collections with that? Uh, quite a few of them are in collections. Cool. Um, <laughs> the good thing about medical with collections is we talked about it on a bunch of episodes, right, David? I mean, we do. We talk about it a lot. You can call it. You can call and uh, you can call and close those for you know seventy cents on the dollar, if not cheaper. I mean, I think we had one person right where they closed twenty twenty cents to the dollar. So, um, what uh, let's say, and then you know most medical debt will fall off after what seven years. So, take a look at how long you've had it and. Uh, and figure out if it's, if it's worth making that payment. I mean, I always pay my debt, right? I mean, if I owe somebody something, I'm going to pay it. But if, you know, if you call them and let's say they're, you're six and a half years into this election and they're not willing to take a dime less than what you owe. I mean, it, it's on them, right? You're, you're trying to make at least some effort. Mm-hmm. So uh, that, you know, that's my suggestion for that. Yeah, definitely. If you, if whenever you get some money, you know, some extra money to throw towards some of those, get a hold of one of those uh, collections agencies and say, you know, let's say you owe 500 bucks, say, no, I can pay this right now for 250. A lot of times they'll look at how long you've had it, what's left on it, and say, yeah, well, that, that's fine. Yeah. So, Gary, now, were you budget? I mean, so when did you take the $11 an hour pay cut? Uh, and toward the end of March, so right after the right after the COVID 
pandemic started. Yeah, right away. Holy cow, they hit you really big. Um, they hit you big quickly. So were you – do you have a budget now? Did you have a budget then? What's, what's changed um, since the pay cut? What are some things that you're doing? Haven't had a budget. Um, it's been kind of a blessing in disguise because usually we were, you know, we, we were at a ball field or court every day of the week. So we were eating out. So eating at home has, has definitely helped cut costs. You know, you got it's five of us. So you, you figure you go to a fast food joint and it's 40 bucks. So yeah, we can eat at home for two, three days on 40 bucks. So, um, and just cutting back on, you know, cut the cable a couple of years ago, just been streaming, just doing, doing what we can. Sure. No, and I think that's, I mean, right. If you, we always talk about writing your budget down because that way you can see exactly what it is. I mean, and you, you know, it took you, it took you, for people to close down to see where your money's kind of headed. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, we, we talk about that where it's like, Hey, go, you know, going out to eat is probably most people's biggest spend thrifts. Right. I mean, that's where they spend most of their money. And, you know, I'm on the go constantly and I, I still catch myself making that excuse. Well, uh, and I know that it's all, all I have to do is just pack a sandwich at home or for your case, right. Five sandwiches, five individual bags of carrots, real quick right i mean break it break into it and you know you have you have dinner on the road um and you're not stopping at you know mcdonald's or taco bell for you know 40 dollars, as you said i mean right I, we're talking sandwiches and everything like that shoot we could feed a family of five for 10 bucks <laughs> so, right. um, for anybody that's, you know watching these especially you know this this will be our third one that we upload and the one previous to this vanessa when her and I sat down, one of the big things she said when Nick and I talked to her was writing down where her money was going was the biggest eye-opening thing for her because she never realized how much money she spent eating out. She just thought, yeah, you know, once in a while, I probably spend 50, 100 bucks a month. And then all of a sudden she looks at it and she's spending four or $500 a month eating out. For sure. You know, and that was... Um, I think it's like the one for me. It's one of the hardest things to do. Um, even even right now, I'm still like I still do it. Right, I'll go get a boba drink uh, for five bucks, and uh, I mean I had sushi the other day for twelve bucks. <laughs> like it just it, it adds up. Um, where I know if I came home, made my rice, did all the stuff. I mean, sushi I'm gonna pay three bucks for. It's insane for for the amount I can get. So I'm, uh, I'm going to give Nick a tip here. Thursday's a fresh time. Yeah. $5 sushi. That's not bad. That's not bad. I might have to make my, myself go over there. <laughs> so, um, that's my money saving tip. For I, that's great. Cause well, so, so the place I brought Caitlin to, uh, <laughs> there's a, there's a place called uh, cafe Boba or Boba cafe. And they used to have, uh, sushi for four bucks, and I walked in and I was like, I just want a, a thing of sushi. I mean, this is basic, right? This isn't fancy for anybody that's watching. It's just it'll fill your craving of quick sushi. And they're like, Yeah, we don't think we're gonna carry it anymore. I was like, I'm never gonna find four dollars sushi. I was like, What am I supposed to do here? 
I'm not gonna wait till ten o'clock at night for happy hour at you know Rockwell Republic or whatever. Um, so now I uh, so Gary, are you are you open to uh, to getting out of debt or are you just comfortable kind of how you are making it by? What's your what's your thought process? Uh, the goal is definitely to get out of debt. You know, I'd like to. Uh... I'd like to own a own a house, per se. You know, out outside of a mobile home, and you know, I'd like to. You know, I'd like to do that before the kids graduate, but at the pace we're going, that's not going to happen. Sure. Say that's a. I feel like I feel like I should do like a one year boot camp, um, and just like force you to have to call me at least like three times a week. We'll meet up, like do everything. I, I think this would be great because um, it's it's really doable, um, right? I mean, how much how much do you think your your place is worth right now? Your your trailer? Oh, I don't know. It's it's old. It's it's probably twenty five to three grand. I mean, it's nothing nothing special. But still, I mean, three grand. That's like. That's that's a down payment on a hundred thousand dollar house. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, as bad as as bad as it sounds, um, right? Every every bit adds up, and it's like, you know, I just bought a house in in Wyoming, uh, and be, you know, before it was fixed up or before it gets, so I'm, I'm in, I literally just closed Monday. Um, I got somebody over there cleaning stuff out, um, right? But like, if you would have got it and the way it was like you would have been able to buy it with the, with just selling your house if we can get your if we can get your credit worked on right so like we can get some of your other debts so and the way we do that is put you on a budget like hey you know you know that the eleven dollar an hour pay cut now we need to be on like a, a more strict budget we need to you know crack down on on where this money's going um you know and it takes it to say, I wish I could tell you it was easy, but it's not right. Cause it takes you to take these steps. Uh, David and I can, until we're blue in the face can tell you, Hey, call your, call your loan company on your car and, and refinance, but it takes you to actually make that phone call. Um, right. If, if you need to call David or I and do a three-way phone call, like we're more than welcome to like, or you're more than welcome to do that. We're always willing to answer the phone. Hey, I don't know what I'm doing. And we'll just, right. Hey, hit three-way call, dial this number, and we'll sit on the phone with you and be like, hey, you know, this is Gary. He's got a loan with you. We want to either refi with you or we're going to go to another bank and do a refinance on this vehicle. Um, you know, it, it's – like when you look at, let's say, 16000 gosh, 16000 at 20%. David, I mean, math on that's, what, 220 bucks a month in just interest? In just interest, yeah. Yeah. Right, so I mean, if we which can, means your car payment has to be in the neighborhood of four fifty, five hundred, five fifteen. Yeah, right. I mean, so like, just instantly, like when you're doing math. So now, if we take that two twenty, I mean, well, actually, it's interest off the original purchase. Well, no, ca cars do interest uh, based off of how much is left on it, depending on how it's written. But I'm assuming with the the payment. Um, but like if you can get that down to let's say 12%, which is still, you know, big. I mean, you're looking at, I don't know, 100 and 
30. So you just, you know, you're, you're making a hundred dollars savings right there. And that hundred dollars, you know, will help pay off the car first. Or, I mean, if we go 12 months, that's 1200 more dollars, you know, to put, to put down on another house or, you know, when you go to get a house, right, you, you're going to need a proof. So you're going to have to get rid of all those medical debts. You're going to have to start making way at this thing. Um, say, now, are you, you only have the one vehicle with payments and you have medical debts. Any, any bills that you have, um, I mean, we, we, you talked about you cut the cable bill, but now you have streaming. Um, do you have any other like subscriptions or anything that you're paying monthly on? Uh, we have like Netflix, Hulu, you know, and then regular utilities, gas, electric, sure. cell phones. Sure. And then, but your, your wife's, are you married? Yes. Okay. Does your wife have like Ipsy or one of those clothing things? Do you have, no. I, have I have the family handyman. I'm not going to lie. I pay like $8 for a year for a magazine. Uh, <laughs> say, um, you know, say, so Netflix and Hulu, um, do you guys, you guys use both or do you use one more than the other? I would say it's probably it's probably a split. So I use Hulu more for like live local stuff, and then I would say Netflix is probably the go-to for movies and whatnot. Sure. And uh, say what what com- what carrier do you have for cell phone? Uh, Sprint, T-Mobile. Okay. Which David? Now, do we get free Hulu with that? Free Hulu with that. So, you know, we can save you. I don't know. What's your bill for Hulu right now? We have we have the free Hulu with our our cell phone thing, but we did the we do the uh, I think it's Hulu Live where mm-hmm. you get the local or whatever. So, I think it's uh, you get sixty dollars a month. 60 a month? Holy yeah. Wow. Yeah, live TV is not cheap. Wow. I say, I have an antenna. Every, every time I look at my antenna and it freezes, I'm going to be like, well, that's 60 bucks. That's insane. <laughs> um, okay. And then, yeah, I say, you know, maybe, say, maybe, maybe look at, maybe look at getting an antenna. What area do you live in? Is it, is it Kent County? Is yeah, Byron Center. Center. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, I mean, you should have no problem getting a, an antenna to get your live TV shows. Honestly, I get all the main channels for free. I get 3, 8, 17, 13, and PBS Kids for my kid. Um, mm-hmm. but I, I get everything. Um, you know, so that saves you 60 bucks, and you, and you can go that route. It's not a, it's not a bad choice. Um, you know, even if you buy a, a more expensive antenna, let's say you spend 50 bucks on a on a roof antenna, like the square ones they have now. Yeah. Um, I mean, you, have, you have one month, technically 10 bucks, and you have all the TV that you're going to need, plus you have the extended Hulu that you, you were using. So um, just a thought process. Um, again, I don't with, – without you having, like, a written thing, that's one of my biggest things is, hey, write things down so that way – that way, you know exactly where where it's all going. Um, well, I, I think that's the big win Vanessa had is once she started tracking every purchase she made, 
she knew, okay, these are the areas I can cut, you know, especially when she looked at food because she knew that, you know, for 20 bucks to eat and out, she can make three meals for that or four meals for that. Nick and I did an episode on cheap meals right in the middle of the summer because, you know, people were out of work and they need cheap meal ideas. And I mean, I've both been broke, so we, we know how to make cheap meals. Well, you know, and the, the funny thing is, is since we've done that episode, like, I mean, you and I, we're, we're hot dog guys. It's just, yeah, we are like, I'm sitting here. I was like, I'm about to go to the dog pit. And I was like, uh, I'm going to spend like at least six bucks, right? Two hot dogs and, and whatever. I was like, for six bucks, I can make a full pack at home. Like I haven't gone to buy hot dogs since that episode. And like, that's a lot for me. I'm pretty proud of myself, but right. Cause we talked about it. I'm sitting here going, all right, for a dollar, I can get a pack of hot dogs. For a dollar, I can get some buns. I was like, now I've fed the family. I've, I've made the attempt, and I've saved four bucks and had three meals. So I'm the only one here that eats meat, so I buy the expensive hot dogs. I buy Nathan's because they're just delicious. I spent like five bucks on five hot dogs, but, man, those are five good hot dogs. I say, but still, even at five, you know, even at five bucks, because you're still cheaper than – me going to get my cheap hot dog from the place down the road. So. Yeah, because like you said, a pack of buns is a buck. Yeah. Right. I mean, um, and we, you know, it's a, we, we did the episode because we're, you know, we get tired of people saying, well, you know, hey, we're not healthy. I mean, David and I, right, physically, whatever. But people fight us. You can't, you can't budget health food. And I'm like, yes, you can, right? Like, it's not going to be food that you're used to on a constant, like, whatever. But man, you know, carrots are cheap. Lettuce is cheap. Like tofu isn't that expensive. I mean, and, and oh, you know, and the, the, the fight back that we get from people all the time. It's like, look, I've gone to I've gone to so many fancy restaurants where literally I get a sixth or a quarter head of freaking lettuce and they put ranch on it and people die for it. And you're just like, you know, you just like it's a 99 cent head of iceberg lettuce and a freaking gallon of Gordon food ranch and they just put it on a plate like go buy a like take your take your money go buy a white plate to make yourself feel good about yourself drizzle that some bitch with a ranch and like you're, you're good like it looks cool right <laughs> like the money you save from going out to eat you can make your house look like any restaurant you want that's yeah, that's that's been our biggest take on this whole pandemic being you know the kids not doing their sports just the money we've saved alone in food is probably what's what's really kept us afloat, so to speak. Yeah. Now, when 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 sports come back, are you planning to pack your food for the after the games or on your way to them whenever you eat? I hadn't really thought that far because I don't see this ending, you know, anytime soon. You know, summer maybe. Sure. Um, so really haven't thought that far ahead. Just, you know, just trying to make it, you know, through the, through the holidays and, and survive. Yeah. I picked up, picked up a second part-time or picked up a part-time job just to try and make ends meet. And the wife, the wife is working. So. There you go. What do you do for a second job? Uh, work at AutoZone, just selling car parts. There you go. So. Something I enjoy and. Always kind of had a niche for working on cars, so sure. seemed to fit the bill. 
So, yeah, and I, AutoZone is always hiring. I mean, and so, yeah, you, you replaced or exceeded the $11 an hour pay cut that you took, right? I mean, so. Well, I'm close. I'm still probably, you know, by the time, because there's no overtime on my full-time job, it's 40 hours cut and dry, and then I work 16 to 20 hours, you know, at AutoZone, so. Sure. Yeah, no, I say, and, and when you're, when you, when you're used to the overtime, um, it, it definitely, it makes it difficult, right? That's, um, whenever a new person kind of started, when I, when I had my W-2, whenever a new person would start, I would tell them, look, this is the, this is the least amount of money you're ever going to make, right? Like if you think about as a career, the day you start is the least amount of money you're going to make. And if you can make it on that, right, if you can learn to budget on that basic thing, you will always and forever have more money than you are spending. I mean, it's just, right. So, I mean, I, I doubled my money from when I started there, right. I, more than I, two point, you know, 2.5 times is actually what I ended up with when I was done. Um, and I always looked like people asked me how I, you know, how I made it. And it was because like every time I got a raise, I, I, I put it into my 401k or I added more to my, um savings you know just i only lived off of my basic original 40 hours of you know ten dollars an hour <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. like it, you know and it sucks like you know people are like oh I, I can't do that no you can you just you have to like you have to want it right and like i wanted i knew where i wanted to be in life like later on and it was like that was the biggest thing for me um you know, I, if it meant, if me retiring, right. Like putting more into my 401k meant I didn't get a beer that week. Like I was really okay without that beer. Um, you know, I, but the only way I could do that was, I mean, back then I was young, holy crap. <laughs> Say David and I would sit down and we just kind of talk about things like, Hey, you know, um, how much do I pay for trash? I mean, you guys have trash there. So what utilities do you pay for? You pay for gas, electric, and then is water included or no in your trailer? Uh, we pay water. We pay water and trash and then gas and electric. Oh, you do have to pay for trash. Mm-hmm. Okay, geez. Let's see. This is, uh, this, is an, this is an expensive trailer park, my man. Yeah. <laughs> Byron Center. Yeah. Let's say I, I'm, I'm used to a few of them. I'm actually... I'm actually going to buy a house in Byron. So, well, Colorville uh, uh, here soon. So, uh, see, keep the communication because I'm actually going to buy this house and you might be able to move into it. So, so, um, it's, uh, but, you know, when it, when it comes to your debt, right, one thing we want to be clear on is, is figure out exactly where you're at and who, who, who you owe money to, right? So I'm, I mean, are you getting bills every, every week in the mail for? It's, it's, it's kind of sporadic. It's not, uh, I would say, I would say every other week, maybe, sure. you know, like for the collection of the medical stuff. And that's, that's most of them. I'm like our, our main utility bills are current, you know, our lot rent and all that is current. You know, the, 
the vehicle loan is, is current. You know, so it's just the medical. And then, you know, with the, with the whole pandemic, I had pretty good insurance at my previous job. And then the insurance I have now is terrible. So did you, you, know, oh, you took an $11 an hour, like new job. Right. Like, Pay cut as a full okay, so it wasn't just the same company giving right, you a lot okay. Um, so but you have insurance for your family, okay. Um, yep. now I mean, now from here, right? If you can budget off of what you're seeing right now, like with the $11 an hour pay cut, mm-hmm. I mean, like my first my, my thought process is right, like I know it's hard to work 60 hours a week, you know, us as men, women do it too, but like. Right. We, we will always work and always try to provide, um, you know, when I worked, I worked, you know, my first, my first year, I probably worked 60 plus hours a week. And then every, every year after that, I would, I would take at least one Saturday off. Right. I mean, and you know, just, and then the, the last couple of years, I worked three Saturdays last year. That was, <laughs> you know, that was, um, right. So I stopped working overtime as much. I mean, I'd still get my nine hours during the week, 45. I was averaging, I don't know, 45 to 48 hours, right. From working 65s. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's like my goal for you is do you, are you, you're hired into this new company that you, yes. okay. And then how often do they get raises? Uh, I don't know. They, they told us this year, they typically do a, a yearly cost of living. Um, that was supposed to take effect in October, but they come out and told us with this pandemic, there was no race, but you know, I did, I thought, you know, after like 90 days, I've never worked for anybody that didn't do like a 90 day performance review. So, you know, I started in there at 15 bucks an hour. I thought, well, I'll make my three months and, and get a little raise, but nothing. And then you know, everyone, everyone else there was like, yeah, we'll get a cost of living raise come They'll come October and there it's usually, you know, two to two point five percent. So I'm like, oh, that'll be all right. There's nothing. So Yeah, so that takes you that takes you from twenty hours a week in AutoZone to, you know, sixteen to eighteen. I mean, right. right. Get back my, my goal is to get you back home with the family, right? I mean, spend time where it matters. So right. um you know, I think um are you so I guess my question is, why do you not have a written budget? I don't have a good answer. This lack of knowledge towards it and not, you know, not going through a process. I mean, we, we, had, uh, we had filed bankrupt back in 2012 and went through the thing and you know, the, the credit counseling we went through was an additional, I mean, they charged us for that. We had done it at that point, you know, and seen some benefits and just kind of, I don't know, for lack of a better word, probably just laziness to sit down and put it all together. Sure. Now, so if, if I can get David to send you, send you a budget, like mm-hmm. a sheet, right. That list out everything. Um, are you willing to take the time to to fill out that information that's on there? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, so, like, 
what I'd like to like, honestly, the way I'm looking at it and you know, you're, I know where your goals are. I'm motivated with you <laughs> um, to get you to reach that goal. Like most people, most people don't understand like how much David and I want to see people succeed. So here's kind of what I'm thinking, right? Is let, let's, let's have David give you a, a spreadsheet, right? It's going to list, it's going to list everything. You have David's number. You can get mine as well, but right. It'll just say, Hey, gas, electric, um, you know, cable, car payment, house, you know, house payments, a lot. Right? It'll list it all out there. Right. And so like, what I'm going to have you do is every, you know, for, for a month, I want you to like get all your bills, open it up. And it's going to take you like to write it down. Even if you go into your bank account and like write down exactly how much you paid off your debit card and things like that. So put it on the paper. Um, and then when you get your paychecks going into your bank account, because again, I deal with take home pay. Most people are like, Oh, I made 80 grand a year. And then, but you know, real in theory, like you can only spend 60 of that 80 grand. So like, I'm all about take home pay. I mean, as you said, your insurance now sucks, right? So some people, some people, I mean, right. They're paying, they're paying astronomical for the, uh, for the insurance. So, um, I want to get you, I want to get you a, an actual written budget. Um, I want to see where your numbers are in, you know, as fast as you can fill it out. So I'd like to guarantee set a deadline for one month, right? I mean, mm-hmm. really, you should be able to do this in a week, but I'm looking, I'm looking to be able to do that, right? Send that out to you, fill it out. We'll figure out how much money you have left. We'll start, we'll start getting together, call on, call on your debts that you owe to medical companies, right? Mm-hmm. We'll say, Hey, you're, you know, Gary, you're going to need to, you're going to need to save up, you know, our, honestly, David, tell me if I'm wrong, right? We're going to, we're going to figure out what his debt is on medical and go half. Hey, let's call this company, offer him half. <laughs> we'll get it paid off. And we'll, we'll do that, you know, on a constant. Um, but I really think that if you can track every dollar that you're spending, you'll see how much money is going to stupid places um, or what you need to change. So um, if that's something you're willing to do, I mean, David and I, we're definitely willing to help you do it. So, yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, I say I, when, I really, Monday, Monday, I hope you give David or I a call um to get to get your car refinanced i mean who do you bank with uh mcatowell bank oh man so mcatowell is a small banking company i mean give give them a call just say hey i'm a member there um i i'm looking for to refinance my car here here's what i have and they'll and they'll be able to do it like you can do it just with the bank, you know, bank you have a relationship with. Now, are you the kind of person that goes to the drive-thru or do you go see the teller? Uh, I would say it's probably a 50-50 mix, you know, and actually I would say it's probably more more personal. I usually go in and talk to the people because we have a pretty good relationship with a, the local branch manager. Yep. Um, you know, and quite honestly, the lady they got from the, in the drive-through was, oh, I think she's like, I don't want to sound racist or whatnot, but Lithuanian, I have a hard time understanding her. So sure. it's easier just just to go in and talk to, you know, somebody at the inside. No, and I, like I think that's a huge benefit. Is like you you're already comfortable at least talking to them. They know who you are. Really, if you just say, hey, 
I need to get this car refinanced, they're going to talk to you like instantly. They're going to say, hey, you know, we're going to set you, we're going to set you up with this person and right, AKA, we're just going to put a meeting on their damn books, right? You know, everybody, everybody, everybody has to make everything sound so sales pitchy. I'm going to set you up. No, what you're going to do is you're going to get me a damn meeting for somebody that can fix my damn problems. Okay. Like this is plain and simple. So, um, Monday, what, I mean, what hour are you out before five o'clock? Uh, Mondays I get out of my full-time job at four. I come home and change and I got to be back to AutoZone by five. So, okay. So today is Saturday. Tomorrow, tomorrow, or today or tomorrow, you're going to Google, you're going to Google Macatowell Bank. Okay. You're going to have their number written down in a sticky note. Once you get out at four o'clock, you're going to get in your car. You're going to hit send. So that way you have the phone number on hand while you're driving Talk to them, speaker, you know, you know, hands-free. You're going to get home. You're going to keep talking to them, and you're going to say, hey, I need to pick an appointment. You know what your schedule looks like, so they're gonna, you're going to say, hey, I have these three days and these three times, and I have 30 minutes that I can meet. I can be there by 4.15 um, right to the bank, and then I need to be out by 4.45, and I need to be able to change so I can be to my next job. If I, like, you don't work every day at your other job, but, like, Figure out three days, three times that work perfectly in your schedule. And again, Monday, like right when you get out at four o'clock, you're hitting send, you know, say bye to your friend, hit send and go, hey, I need to talk to somebody in, in uh, car loans, right? That's all you have to say, car loans. They're going to, you know, they're going to transfer you and you're going to say, hey, I need to refinance my car and I need to do it yesterday. Um, if you can save 150 bucks, I mean, what would you do with 150 bucks right now? You know, I mean, right. That, that, that pays for, I mean, we talked about it. That pays for your Amazon. There it is. That pays for your Hulu, just like that, or, or Netflix, sorry, not Amazon. Um, but that pays for two of your things. Um, you know, and it pays for half of your principal on your car payment. So right. if we're looking at 20, 2022 to get it paid off, I'm looking to get this thing paid off, you know, by the end of 2021, one year ahead of schedule. Um, so that way, just in case the other car takes a tank, we're not in a spot where we have to, um, have to run out and get another 20% loan. So, right. well, that's what, you know, a lot of this is hard works and, and honestly, everything we do in life is hard work, but when it comes to finances, a lot of hard work, a lot of hard decisions, sometimes you have to sacrifice the dogs, but if we can get these things set up, the gains that you make in the long run are just so much more worth it. Oh yeah. Well, it's, you you can tell you're a hard worker, Gary. Right? I mean, you you remind me of me, right? Working sixty hours a week. You got a family. I mean, I I only have one kid. You you have three. You said right? So you have five total. We we actually have four kids. One's out and on his own. So. Okay. So right. I mean, it. We all, we all understand how hard it is to keep a roof over our kids. Now it's just a matter of, can I make sure that I have the life I want or as close to it without having to, without having to kill myself every day going to a job that I honestly, I mean, even if you like the job, it's not what you would do every single day, is it? No. I mean, right? We can all admit, I mean, there's most people out there. There, you know, there, I think there's one person out there that actually says they'll do their job for free because they absolutely love it, right? But if I could pick what I do all day, it's probably kind of do this only on the time frames that I want. 
I would drink beer, right? I, I would have, I probably would have a, a Wi-Fi hotspot chilling on a houseboat, like on the water with heat running. Like right, I'd be in a certain location doing this. Like if I could do what I wanted, I mean, if I didn't have to work, that that's how my mind works is like, if I didn't have to do something, what would I be doing? So if I didn't have to work a second job, what would I do? Probably spend time with my family. Or mm -hmm. again, again, Nick, if you had your choice, we'd be talking to you on cervezas and pesos again this week. That's that's <laughs> true, man. Like I would, I'm trying so hard to go to Mexico. I really am. Like I'm just, I'm done. I'm done with this cold weather. It's raining here. Um, I just, I. I love Michigan in the summer because I can hop on a sailboat and go wherever, but this sucks. Like I'm, I'm about ready to be a hermit crab just going, all right, how much beer can I drink to stay warm? <laughs> um, yeah, some of us get to go to work all day today. Yeah. See, there you go. Um, no, but Gary, I know um, for everybody that's watching. So we, we talked about, David and Gary know each other from, from softball and, and, you know, baseball and all that. So you're going to, you're going to do hitting lessons or pitching lessons here in a minute. Right. Yeah. Right. So how much do those cost? Uh, $35 for 45 minutes. So, right. And you do it what every week? Yeah. So three, six, nine, twelve, $140, right. If $140 a month, and here's my thing. This is this is everybody watching. This is what gets me excited. So excited. $140. We just hit a perfect number. I'm telling you, if we call, if we call on Monday to the bank and get your interest rate from your car from 20% to 12%, we are gonna be very, very close to that 140 in interest payment. Mm -hmm. Um, you're gonna pay for your kids' pitching lessons just like that, right? So like my mind, my mind works. How can I get people to pay for something that I need to do or want to do? Right. Like I want my kid to have something. How can I get somebody else to pay for that? Like, yes. Do they, do they need pitching lessons? No. I mean, right. Deep down inside, the answer is no. Do I want them to have it? Should they have it? The answer is yes. Right. And like now, all right. I don't want to pay 140 bucks every, you know, first thing I always go to is, how can I get somebody else to pay for it? Or what can I cut out in my life to, to pay for it? The second thing I go to is, all right, if I pay you for a full year, what's the biggest discount I can get? <laughs> and, stay. And, and so um, like my daughter, my daughter's five now. And two years ago, she joined gymnastics and uh, we were paying right about the same thing you were right. 35, 50. I don't remember what it was every, every class. Mm -hmm. And then, I got an email that said, Hey, it's, I don't know, this seven, you know, $2,100 for a, a lifetime membership of this class. And right now they're running like a 25% off coupon or something. Right. So I think it was like 1600 bucks. She gets two classes a week. She gets a bunch of free stupid stuff. And I was like doing the math. I was like, if she stays with it for two years, I've paid myself for everything after that, anything less than, yeah, I eat the cost. So COVID hit and I don't think we're in our two years, but once, once it's free, like, you know, I think they're open, but she can go back at any time. So I'm sitting here going, okay, at that big of a discount, I'm going to take it. Like, 
if softball kind of ran the same way, right? Like if you had the money saved up for a thousand bucks for unlimited pitching lessons, right? Would you, would you pay it that way versus the 35 every time? I certainly would. I don't, I don't know that they do it. And I haven't honestly asked, yeah. but yeah. Well, that's, that's what I find is like most people don't even ask, right? Like um, I ask all the time, all the time on stupid stuff. It's like, it comes to the point where I ask, I ask the city inspector on my houses if I can pay for uh, for inspections that are coming at this current rate, and if I can get a discount for prepay. And they laughed in my face and told me, told me to stop being so cheap. But um, right, like because I know that every year the price goes up, and they know every year the price goes up. And I was like, look, I will give you, I'll give you ten grand into an account it's prepaid and you just charge me the hundred dollars where next year you're going to charge me 110 120 and the year mm-hmm. after that like it's going to keep going keep i was like look i'll just give you 10 grand you have it in your account you make all the interest on it and and i will right i'll just keep paying that lower payment and um really everything ever like when i go buy a car right hey i mean my wife's last car hey i'm gonna pay you cash what's the what i mean what are you gonna take like i went with I went with this full asking price in my pocket in cash. And I said, look, cash right now, pull out a wad of hundreds, like set it down. I was like, Hey, what are you taking right here right now? No, no bull crap. Like you can't have these people that are like, Oh, I'll show up. No, like cash. And like, we got it for 1600 bucks off. <laughs> I mean, um, because people are, you know, pe- people are so used to, Hey, if I can have this, when, when they say cash is king, it's true. I mean, you can buy everything with cash. Uh, except for during the pandemic when they don't want to give you change. <laughs> right. We did that episode too. Yeah, the same. Um, you know, you bring up a great point, Nick, because, you know, obviously running a business, we sell a lot of gift cards. I would say conservative estimate is we have $3,000 outstanding in gift cards right now. Yeah. And I will bet 90% of those people have no idea they have a gift card. Yeah. That's great. It's, and I, I'm the guy who's going to go offer them, you know, 25% of the dollar for their gift card and then come in and use it and have a night of fun. I mean, as long as you don't break the crate, uh, but you know, I, but I, I'm going to have enough money on my gift cards that I'm going to buy. I can break the damn crate. Like I broke the crate for free because I paid the money from somebody else. cheap. Uh, that's fine. I'll, I'll charge you 30 bucks a crate. You can break it. How much? 30. That's not bad, dude. If I want to break this crate, I've officially like 25, 25 cents on the dollar, right? So again, that seventy-five percent off, like, dude, to break this crate, I get paid. Theoretically, I get paid to break the crate. Like, somebody is like, "Hey, here, go break the crate on this discounted card." <laughs> so, um, David, you. Gary, are you willing to come back on uh, in about a month or so and talk about where where we're sitting so that way we can kind of keep track and viewers and people listening can understand what headway you've made? Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. I I really, um, David's going to reach out to Gary or, you know, myself. We're going to we're going to get him back on. Honestly, I think we're just going to try to roll out, hey, budget, we're going to do everything we talked about in this episode, see where he's gotten, show you guys. I've already 
I've already sent Gary the budget template. Boom. Yeah, um, I, got, I got it. I just don't want to open it right now because I don't know what's going to do on the Zoom meeting. Absolutely. I also sent you the link for Capital One if you want to see what they would be able to refi that car for. Mm -hmm. No, that's huge. I mean, so like we're already doing this while recording. I mean, we haven't, we've been on not even an hour. Like we're, we're, we're moving forward. This is how fast David and I work. Like when we talk about stuff, it's just like, boom, there it goes. Um, <laughs> say, it's like, you know, David's, it's funny because David's wife just went to one of my houses I just bought and she's like, oh, you have so much work into that place. And I'm like, that like literally the house she's seen was actually, it was really nice compared to most of the things I find. Like I normally buy, a, I normally buy a hoarder house, right? Like just filled with crap. And I'm like, this is nothing. Like this will take two, three days to clean out. I mean, it was, it was one guy, right? Like, so quick, quick story. She goes to pick up stuff yesterday. Yeah. And he goes, well, what are you looking for? And she tells him, you know, what, what we break. And he goes, well, there's a whole bunch of stuff in the trash here. So she calls me and she goes, I think Nick's mad at me. I go, why? She goes, because he gave me a whole, the guy gave me a whole bunch of electronics from the trash. Like, I don't know, four or five things. And I told him, and I'm like, well, I'll go put them back if you want. He's like, I don't give a shit. Well, it's like, so she, she goes, what's the UG about? And I'm like, I usually sell all my scrap. Like I tell the guy, like throw the trash away, throw this into scrap area because if it's metal, I'm going to scrap it and pay right. him. Right. Like I need my scrap. I'm, if it's anything worth value, I'm going to sell it because I mean, he doesn't charge much. He's never going to want He charges me $150 a day to clean. Right. So as fast as he gets it cleans out, like the more money he makes in theory. Um, and so, you know, I just, I try to, like, I'm selling the refrigerator that's in that spot for 300 bucks, and so I'm going to pay him for two days worth of work. So, like, all the electronics, and I'm like, I, I told him, I was like, if it has metal, if it's whatever, like, I, I want it over here. There's tools in the basement. I think I'm selling a lathe that's coming up. Um, I need to pay for my trash out for free. <laughs> like, that's all it really comes down to. And, you know, he's, for as cheap as he is, I don't care that he gives away whatever. That's, that's where the point of, like, I don't really care. Like I, I had a lady quote me a hundred dollars an hour and I have a guy quoting me for $150 for a day. I mean, I'm okay with it. <laughs> so well, you're saving um, a bunch of money. Cause like oh, you said, he's going to get it done as quick as possible. Yeah. The same. Cause you know, the faster he's done, the more, the more he makes. I mean, you know, he's, if he takes forever, we're not going to hire him type of a thing. So, right. Um, no, it's it, it, it works out. Um, you know, honestly, I could have say I could have trashed everything out and just not said anything to anybody. But I know that my dumpster is a little small this time, so I was like, hey, let's just try to minimize how much crap we're throwing in there. Um, I have two Coleman coolers that are worth like a hundred bucks in the garage a piece, like they're old retro ones, and I'm like, I gotta get those. I gotta get those on online real quick and get them sold. Like I'll take fifty bucks. I'm the guy who's going to take 50 cents of the dollar because I need it gone yesterday. Yep. And it, yes. I know it has some, there's two sewing machines in the basement. There's, there's stupid things that I know have some value. And again, if I can get 50 cents on the dollar, I'm happy. This person's happy. And I've paid for my clean out. <laughs> like, um, you know, I have a, I have a renovation that needs to happen so I can get a tenant in that bad boy. So, but Gary, um, I appreciate you being on. You know, being open about debt and uh, you're honestly, you're, you're what I call a normal American, right? Like 
your debt isn't that bad. 28,000, 28,000 is not bad at all. Um, I, you know, I'm the first to admit, I wish, I wish the car debt was a little lower, but that's something we can talk about and figure out how to, how to react better, you know, when we have to go buy another one the next time. I mean, it happens all the time, but uh, everybody like, subscribe, share, tell your friends that, you know, if they have any questions about debt, where they're at, we're going to, we're going to try to work with them to get this thing figured out. I look forward to this uh, episode in about a month with Gary and on, on follow up and where, where he's, uh, where he's financially sitting. So. Yeah. If you have any questions, Gary, on that budget, just reach out and I'll, I'll help walk you through it. Um, I want to thank Cider Boys for the, uh, the upcoming sponsorship. Outside Ale for the upcoming sponsorship. I mean, they liked they liked our last one, so I'm pretty sure they're gonna they're gonna eventually give us something. I will uh, I will say I've been drinking a lot of Rochester Mills because you know, twelve beers at Christmas. Oh yeah, dude. Every, every time I upload an episode, and I tag uh, Rochester Mills. They yeah. like it, dude. It's a, and it's an awesome brewery. I absolutely love, love going there. Pool tables wide open. I just I say and. You know what? If I get a 12 Days of Christmas from them next year, even if it's a year that it takes for them to sponsor it, I'm going to be so happy because oh, I love totally. it. Uh, tomorrow we start our 12 Days of Christmas. Huzzah! Nice. So, um, yeah, because we do one every day, uh, including Christmas. So, um, guys, today is uh, the third day of Hanukkah, third night. Um, so, for all of you watching, happy Hanukkah. Um Festivus for the rest of us, you know what I'm saying? Um, I got a lot of complaints that you people need to hear about. Yes. <laughs> Happy holidays, everybody. Um, th this episode is going to be uploaded, we think, in a couple weeks, uh, along with a couple other ones. I, and I think we're hoping to get we're hoping to get a few more uh, people that we can we we can show. Hey, progress. This is this is awesome to watch. Yeah, I really like the following up with people to see where they're at. I we did that with Vanessa when we talked to her a couple of weeks ago, and just seeing where she went from getting a September till mid November, end of November was yeah. phenomenal. Yeah, that was that was huge. Yeah. So, all right. Well, we will see you guys next week, and uh, as usual, we'll hang out for a few minutes here that people don't get to see.